This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Where do I get sex toys? The answer is discreetadultlife.com. D-I-S-K-R-E-T, adultlife.com. All right. So what's so great about it? They hand select products for you so, so you don't so get overwhelmed. For the indecisive out there, you don't have to go to a superstore and be like, oh my God, what do I get? The Benoit balls, the anal beads, you know, which type of anal? There's right, 400 get, different types of anal beads. You get the idea. But I got to tell you something. This is approved by me because I have looked at the website and I've... My mother is in love with this website. I personally own 50% of the products already. Their whole thing is that they want to take pleasure very seriously. So you can expect that the toys that you get from this website are going to be really high quality. They're going to last you a long time. Here's the best part. They're willing to price match any of the major retailers. And you get 15% off when you mention promo code MOM at checkout. This is this is going to be the cheapest place for you to buy sex it's toys. It's called Discreet. But it's spelled the German way. D-I-S-K-R-E-T. Adultlife.com. Enter promo code MOM for 15% off. Booyah! I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a self-proclaimed sex expert and cougar. And my son is a self-proclaimed stand-up comic, mime, and clown. Together we host this podcast. We we have all these just talk, sex talks because it's not talked about enough in our society. We want to open up those boundaries of what you should talk about with not just your parents, but with everyone in general. Yeah, that's exactly what we want to do. And today... Today's a very special episode. It is. It's a little compilation episode. It's a compilation of all the highlights we have had with our favorite sex educators. You're going to learn a ton just by this brief little episode. It, there are five little teasers. We talked to Nina Hartley. That's the first person you'll hear from. And she's going to give us the number one tip for better sex. Nina Hartley is a porn icon and a sex educator to the max. And she's incredible. Then we have Emily Morse, who is the host of Sex with Emily. She has her doctorate in sex, human sexuality, and she is one of the most prominent sex educators today. And if you like what you hear, you should head on over to Sex with Emily's podcast because both Cam and I... We're featured this week in, on her show, and I think you'll really enjoy hearing our backstory. Anyway, on our show... She's going to tell us a little bit about the importance of penis size. And my mother's favorite question. It's not that my favorite. It just happens to come up frequently. Only because life. you ask. No. <laughs> and you all, would think that you're a size queen based on how many times you ask about no, penis size. No, I ask because of most of the men that are on my YouTube channel ask me about size, and I always have to say it doesn't matter. And then I go and get reinforced, you know, by asking sex educators and porn stars and people like that. Well, then, anyway. then we talked to 
urologist, Dr. Cornfield, Dr. Joel. Dr. Joel and tells us what is the craziest thing he has ever seen in his practice. <laughs> and it is going to bring little hairs, like it when your me, hairs it, stand up it, on your arm. It, it definitely made me want to vomit at a certain point. Well, it's not, it's not bad. No, it's repulsive. It's so funny, though. It is very funny, but it's also repulsive. You also learn some, some other things about testosterone uh, when, when you're... All right, uh, let's not do the All right, now, the last alert. person that you'll teaser. hear from is Dr. Nancy, who is also a registered nurse and doctorate in, has her doctorate in human sexuality. Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce, another friend of mine and sex educator extraordinaire. She's got an amazing attitude about sex, and she's going to tell us how to increase your sexual desire. When she finds that that's the most troubling thing for, for couples. I think we get asked in that. Next to penis size, we might get that as well as the second most common question asked. So. That's exactly right. So you're going to get the most common questions answered by five prominent people and us. We we delve into it right there with them. Tell send us your sex questions. Well, we, I mean, we talked to all these people. We need questions uh, for them to answer. You can text them to us at yes text mom. Look at that. My mother remembers our number. That's unbelievable. It means you can remember our number. <laughs> it's true. It's just I'm kind yes, of like the gauge mom. is not very high. You just add us to your tech, your uh, contacts and you can text us all you want or you can leave us a voicemail. Or you can join Patreon and get individual messaging back and forth with us about all your intimate questions. Oh, la la. Patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. Really would help if you join us there because not only are you able to connect with us, but you can put food on Cam's table. Yes, and you also get bonus content. We're putting out a lot of videos these days. Yes, and that, those are some that you will not want to miss. All right, should we do a little review of the week before we dive into this episode? Absolutely. We love when you guys leave us reviews on the iTunes store. And this is, uh, this is on our way of highlighting some of our favorite ones. This one says, Bomb and Dank. I love that. This one it's hilarious. From 155 Music Official. The subject is, or the body says, funny, deep, always entertaining. I like that, deep. Deep? We get deep. Yeah, you're very deep. I'm so deep. <laughs> I'm so, I'm you deep. Are, you are at the bottom of that ocean I'm, deep. I am like Miss Depth. Stay tuned for this wonderful episode. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the sex therapies. Ooh. Ooh. Today we have a very special guest on the show, Nina Hartley. Nina Hartley. Hey. It is so exciting. I just love this so much. Nina (laughs) Hartley. She is a porn icon. How do you be like a good lover without having all this experience that you have? In my humble opinion, to be a good lover, at least learn how to kiss, learn how to make out. Mm. And And, and what are those tips? um, Besides, besides, um, you know, oral hygiene, you see a dentist at least twice a year, you know, flossing and brushing. Um, Because it is a deal breaker. I I really think that that first kiss, if you don't know how to do that, it's... Good kissing makes girls wet. Bad kissing leaves girls dry. You got 15 seconds to let her know that this is going to be a fun time or, oh... And she's going to probably think that's how you're going to be during intercourse. So if you go back to the old movies in the 30s and 40s and 50s and you watch the kissing scenes, when I was younger, it's like their mouths are closed. But that seems stupid. Um, But actually, to ease, there's a liminal space between not kissing and tonguing. Mm -hmm. And that's the closed mouth pressing. The the, mm, mm, just just, just pressing the lips together, a lot of nerves there, the pheromones, you can smell the pheromones, it's just a lot of sensitivity, oral oral is our first 
Why do you point to me every time we talk about oral? <laughs> no, no. Because you must have some sixth sense no. about my liking for oral. Right. Um, <laughs> well, good. Uh, the, to quote the jar of sex, good hand and mouth work practically guarantee a good partner. And mm-hmm. I discovered that it's actually true. So kissing, just hold off. Let her slip your tongue first. Okay. So um, learning how to pull hair. Gently, gently, gently pull hair. That's a flat hand up the scalp. Make a little fist, and the girl will either go hee or she'll go hey. She wow. goes hey, never do it again. It's like oh, sorry, I just got my hair done. No, no. If, <laughs> if you feel extensions, that's a, absolutely a no. <laughs> um, but but as I'm getting hair done, it's like some some women, many women love the sensation of yeah, and others are like bitch, stop. It's like got it. So that will give you a little bit of if if, you, if, 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 if the gent the gentle hair pulling at the at the nape of the neck does it. Well, if this is the back of your head, just make a flat hand, make a fist. She's grabbing my hair right yeah. now. Yeah, flat head. So flat hand up the scalp. Very uncomfortable. Make a fist. No, 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 no. So that. So 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 the so she responds positively to that. Then that tells you one thing. She sort of likes a little bit of a of a not dominance, but a little bit more of a regression. If she doesn't like it, it's like cool, got it, not a problem. But Did just not, a, let me interrupt you. I um, I'm on that. Do wouldn't you say the majority of women do like more of a dominant? Guy. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to out on a limb. Kiss. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say yes. Um, think of the romance cover painting. You have the person in the masculine, aka male position, and he is taller and he's taller and he has his arm around her waist, and she's swooning backwards in that. Ah, right, right, right. That moment is like super delicious, super hot and sexy. It's very man woman, very man woman thing. Yeah. Now there, but there, <laughs> but there's the educated modern caveman versus the old fashioned caveman, which is you're gonna you know have my babies and stay in the kitchen, um, and have no opinion, and you better not look at any of your men. The modern quote unquote caveman realizes that in the sexual arena. We can be as atavistic and old-fashioned as we want. And outside the bedroom, it's 2016. She has an opinion. She has a job. She has her autonomy. But so my husband and I in the bedroom are very old-fashioned. He's dominant, and I'm submissive. He proposes, and I dispose. He says, jump. I go, how high, sir? That's in the bedroom. In Only. the bedroom. In the, be- in the bedroom. Guarantee outside that doesn't happen that much. Outside. Right. Outside the bedroom, we're a two-income, middle-class, second-marriage, middle-aged couple. You know, and we got stuff to do. And no, he does not order me around outside the bedroom. And I would not let him. I'm very stubborn. It says it would be really difficult to do that outside the bedroom. So this is confusing to me. And I think that you're touching on something very important, which is this, you know, the feminist movement right now is very strong. And the feeling that men should not be completely dominating women, especially in public, is like very in line with the feminist thought. So... But it, it's different in the in the bedroom for some reason. Yes, and this is the problem. So there, your body responds how it responds. In terms of, I'm going to touch your mother. So her body responds. How, you know, you just I touch and and I touch. I'm touching. My body goes yay or ooh. Um, and then the culture says you shouldn't want that. It's like mm. yeah, but I do. It's, ah, it's, it's, I it's like you say, you know what? But I want rela- I want relationships with my sex. I don't want just any old girl just yeah, to, yeah. To, to, to suck my dick. Yes, that's not that's not me. Yeah. So the many women have a lot of guilt and and frustration about this because I shouldn't want this, but you do. Guys, today we have an incredible guest on the show. Her name is Emily Morris, and she is the host of Sex with Emily, the huge blockbuster podcast about sex and sexuality. 
She has her doctorate in human sexuality. She is so smart when it comes to sex. She can answer all of your questions, and she answers all of our questions in this episode. I just, it dawned on me, we didn't talk about this, that I was going to ask this, but I have to ask about the penis size issue, because oh. that's the other issue I get all, on a oh, daily yeah. basis okay. almost. And I'm always like, size doesn't matter, and all that kind of stuff. But, but there are guys that have a very small penis, and they're very upset about it. Mm-hmm. And, and what? Can't do anything. And and there are women out there that like do not want to be with them because of this small thing. Right. That's true, and that is true. That and, th- and there are men who wouldn't want to be with me because my boobs aren't big enough. And there's men who wouldn't like me because I'm short. And there's women who won't date a, a you know a guy who doesn't like you know who's bald or who's short or who's too tall. Who knows? So there's a lot of but do you really believe that's the same thing? I I, I I do because there will be women who who will be like I'm not into it. But there's other women who are like, you know what? I get off. Like there's most women can't orgasm from a penis alone, no matter how big it is. You need more clitoral stimulation. So if you're got, you know, like any man or take care of you, you make sure you have your orgasm. And then like it just, then you get, get on top. It's a great position. I have a lot of stuff on my website at sex with Emily. Um, a lot of articles about like best positions with a small penis and best mm, positions yeah. with a big penis. But I mean, honestly, it's like, I feel like if you know how to move and you know, they say it's not the size of the ship, the motion of the ocean. I mean, I, I really believe that. And if you're with a woman who's like, I don't need anything big. Like my G spot is like only like, it's really two inches inside an inch or two. So, and also you need more clitoral stimulation. So you just rub your clitoris and yeah, I'm telling you, I've, I know a lot of small penis men, several that are happily married. I can tell you first, they didn't work for me, but not because of their penis. Um, I'm just saying it. Yes. It's, it, I understand that you're fretting about it. But let me tell you this. After 13 years and th- tens of thousands of emails I've received from listeners, I'm not kidding, that I hear more from women that are troubled by a big penis oh, yeah, than definitely. a small penis. Oh, yeah. And men who email me saying, my penis is too big. It hurts. Yeah. What do we do? And, and, and I do hear from men who are worried about the small penis, but it's more because of their concerns, not because a woman made mm-hmm. fun of them or left the room. So all the penis anxiety comes from the men. Yeah. I'm telling you. Uh, you know, a lot of... I just, and yes, there's size queens, but there's also, there's everything queens and kings. A comedy teacher of mine recently posted on Facebook. She's like, everyone has to stop making fun of small penises because it is fucking toxic masculinity that fueled yeah. this and it, and it just creates this so whole shame thing. And what did it, what started the whole thing? The bigger is better thing? It's porn. Porn started that because that's what it's, it, it's these gigantic, humongous, you right. know, nothing in porn. Most of what you see in porn is not realistic. Or, or it's, it's the angle that they shoot it at. So by the way, someone commented on this thread saying the reason he was a porn producer and he was like, by the way, it's not big. It, they, we don't use big penises because it's better. We use it because it allows for the camera to see like it, it, to get in there and to see what's going yeah. on. That's Special effects. Yeah, basically. No, well, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I think porn is in a lot of things. I mean, for but, us that are. Yeah. So, know. what is your view on porn? Oh, um, my thing is like you know, like like anything healthy, moderation, moderation is the key right? right? Okay. And for a lot of like people, like that's you know, they're fa- it gives them rich fantasies, gives them ideas. Couples watch it together. They can be like, let's try that. Mm-hmm. It can spice it up. Um, but I think it can also be a problem when it's how a lot of young people kids are learning about sex and that's all they've seen is porn and then they go to have sex and they're like well i must moan this way and he's thinking why didn't three of her friends show up and why didn't you know why didn't (laughs) she why doesn't she like bukkake right exactly it's just not realistic and it's never whenever i'm watching it i'm like there's no way she's having an orgasm like he's Mm -hmm. nowhere near her clitoris what's going on (laughs) or you know whatever it's just so that can be misleading so it's for entertainment it's great but to for education it's not 
you you talked about a breathing exercise earlier. Yes. What's going on with that? Because I don't know if unless that was the edging thing that you were. Oh about. no, breathing! Oh my god! Well, breathing during sex is so um, important. Just breathing during intimacy. I mean, to to breathe in. You know, it's um. There's different breaths you could do, like in through your nose, out through your mouth. But for sex, what's really great for couple? First of all, back up. For a lot of people, when they're having sex, they hold their breath. They get nervous. They hold their breath. They I, get anxious. It sounds crazy. My breath sounds crazy when I'm having sex. Like, right. I'm like... I'm like <laughs> Are you hyperventilating? Yeah, what almost hyperventilating. Right. It, to the point where my, my ex-girlfriend was like, okay, you have to fucking breathe right you're now. No, you're not straight. Do you do yoga or anything? Do you want to talk about like yogic breathing or pranayama breathing? Yeah, yeah. Really like you want the full deep, like down to your pelvic floor <laughs> breath during sex. Deep diaphragm. Yeah. For women, it's great too because there's a lot of women who feel very disconnected from their body and they feel like sex just happens and they're like, I don't feel anything or they don't think about sex. So they're just not turned on. And when you start breathing and you, you consciously are like, you breathe down and you like clench your pelvic floor muscles that, you know, and you tense, relax them. Like you can move the breath through and you just, it wakes up this whole area. Mm -hmm. Like you were saying about your butt during meditation, during Mm -hmm. Massage. massage can just, you got to awaken it. You Mm got to like, be like, I'm alive. Like awaken it it Where should I buy sex toys? Where should I buy sex toys? We all want to know where to buy sex toys, and we have the answer for you. It's called discreetadultlife.com. By the way, discreet is spelled D-I-S-K-R-E-T. Okay, this is the best place to buy sex toys because they choose only the finest, highest quality sex toys. They take them very seriously. And a very take... limited amount. They don't overwhelm you like some of these superstores do. You know, you don't walk oh, into I, that. You know how indecisive I get when I walk into a goddamn superstore. Right, happen to glance over the front page of Discreet, and I have 50% of their products. You got so excited when you saw the front page. I couldn't believe it. Well, you almost poured water all over our microphones. This is the best part. They price match. Plus, you get 15% off when you enter promo code MOM, meaning this is the cheapest place to buy the highest quality sex toys. Is this unbelievable? It's a great deal, and it's great quality. It's a twofer. Go to discreetadultlife.com, enter promo code MOM. That's D-I-S-K-R-E-T, adultlife.com. Dr. Joel is a, a, a urologist. I am a practice. I have been a practicing urologist for uh, 29 years. What is the craziest thing that has happened while you've been treating someone? Do you have any wild Define story? <laughs> we want some crazy <laughs> stories here. Um, I, I guess it's something, something inappropriate that occurred. Well, I mean, I, I, I've seen a guy that uh, degloved de- or pulled off the skin from his penis while uh, <laughs> trying to masturbate in a vacuum cleaner. No oh. way. Oh. Oh. Yeah. No oh. way. How did you respond to that? What was this, a central vac? Or is this- <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know those details. Oh, my God. You know, you try to salvage what you can. Uh, but that, the problem is, is that the blood supply to the skin comes from the base of the penis. So if you if you rip all the skin from the base of the penis, the, it's basically going to die, and uh-huh. you're left with you know putting on skin grafts. Oh my god! I'm sorry I asked that question. Question. That was really cool. The crazy thing I've seen. Yeah. That is nuts. What about testosterone levels? I would like to hear a little bit about that. I mean, is that a big problem? Is as men age, their testosterone levels decrease? Well, that's a normal physiologic response to aging. Um, what do you think you- about taking testosterone replacement? 
we do give testosterone replacement when uh, levels are uh, proven to be abnormally low uh, for their patient's age, plus they have symptoms of uh, fatigue, uh, central weight gain uh, while continuing to exercise, uh, decreased uh, hair growth, uh, generally facial hair, things like that. Are you able to notice when someone has more or less testosterone just by looking at them physically? No. Oh, wow. Mm -mm. So it, okay. I mean, you know, on the extreme ends, yes. But generally, you know, for 80% of the people. Um, What happens if someone uh, grows erect while you're examining them? (laughs) Does does that happen? Uh, I... I, uh, I've had a couple of situations where I think that they started to get an erection, but usually I abort the exam you know, with some. That's just embarrassing for everybody, you know. I'm curious. Someone that I've been with wanted wanted to make sure that she peed after every time we had sex to make sure that she didn't get a UTI or something like that. Is that something that? That's a valid answer. Yes, because oh. every time you have intercourse, the motion of the intercourse pushes bacteria into the female urethra. Oh wow! And uh, by urinating, you push it back out. And should men do the same thing? Uh, it's pretty unusual to get an infection, uh, a bacterial infection, in a male, because the urethra is so much longer. Does penis size have anything to do with your hand or foot size? There uh, was a study that that came out uh, years and years ago that correlated uh, the size of the index finger in a mathematical formula to penis size, yes. Cam is looking at his fingers. (laughs) It's It's not a hard and fast rule. That's another soft. That was another soft study. Yes, and I don't think anybody's ever written anything else on it. <laughs> and what about cultures? Is that you know the stereotypes uh, about? Uh, there have been you know. there have been surveys of penis size across cultures, like the Asian men or the African American men. Those stereotypes are are they valid or no? Uh, yes and no. You know, there's been a lot of. Uh, uh, Cross pollination over oh, yeah, right. uh, okay. a couple of millennia. Yeah, you know, so, it's, so it's changing rule, over time. That's correct. The rule is not not what it was even you know hundred years ago. Hmm. I would say a hundred years ago was it? Was there any kind I of validity? I, I wasn't practicing medicine a hundred <laughs> years ago. I know kids will say I look like I might have been, but I, I'm not. Wait, one more question from our listener: uh, Does a woman's use of a vibrator diminish? Her ability to reach an orgasm via intercourse? Uh, no, I actually think it probably enhances it. Oh, really? It doesn't because this guy says it desensitizes a few people that he's been with. Yeah, maybe maybe they should try being with someone different than him. Oh, <laughs> he's gonna like that one. We have a wonderful guest on the show today. Yeah, a longtime friend of mine, colleague of mine. Nancy Sutton Pierce here. Dr. Nancy. Dr. Nancy has her doctorate in human sexuality. She's a registered nurse. She uh, has made her career in health education and motivational speaking. I think you guys are going to be motivated to improve your sex lives by listening to this interview. Do you counsel women as well? 
Mm-hmm. And I do. What do you what do they usually come to you for? Um, they usually come to me f- for lack of sexual desire. Oh, okay. And then so uh, I mean, it, it, it's it's pretty it's pretty clear that men want their women to have more desire and women don't have the desire. So you go, what's going on here? Hmm. So, so it's, and how do you usually counsel them? Well, I I go through all the f- physiologic things first um, to make sure hormones are balanced, and I also have women make sure women are masturbating. Hmm. Uh, women lose track of their own sexual own sexuality, and if you don't use it, you lose it. Hmm. So if they don't even know how to about masturbating, is that women don't talk about it nearly as much as men do? No. I mean, yeah. they really, it's men, men have no problem talking about masturbating. Right. So I just, I did a video called The Selfish Orgasm. I, I really think that you just have to have it. You, An orgasm a day, way you'll keep know. the doctor away. <laughs> you know what, it, it, you, I feel like you, you have a car and you need it, and it, you have the owner's manual to your car. And if some, if you don't know what's going to make you have an orgasm, how is someone going to help you during sex achieve that? They can't. You and, have to do your body first. Yeah, they it's don't like happen accidentally. Well, and you think about a female orgasm, it's, it's, it's really kind of the mysterious land because there's no, there's no physiologic purpose for orgasm for women. There's no other purpose for the clitoris. That's why it's not even discussed in medical journals or in nursing school or in anatomy classes. I I think there is. I think that that's twofold. One is that when you get very excited, your body is going to start lubricating, which is going to, and you almost have a need to have something, a penis inside of you which I would think is a physiological thing that's come down over the ages. Otherwise, why would women want to have that coming? And then the other part of it would be um, when you do have that orgasm, the contractions make you also want to have, again, uh, uh, the penis inside of you because you want to contract against it. So I think that there is a purpose for the clitoris and the vagina, um, and I think both of those are uh, connected with procreation. But in terms of... of, uh individual function as an organ uh you know we we know what a kidney does we know what a liver does we know what a penis does but a a clitoris is purely pleasure that's true penis does two things right and so so when you just have something that's purely there for pleasure and you don't use it it shuts off a lot of other pleasure centers in the body Mm. and so women can become very disconnected to anything that's pleasing to them and they can become kind of angry. How often do you recommend women masturbate? Every day. Ooh. And how long? If if you can. I bet you that you're not, you'd be hard pressed to find a woman that masturbates every day. They're for the happy ones. (laughs) Except the ones who talk about it 24 seven. But um, no, I think, I think that the I agree with you. The more you do it, the more you use it, the more you want it, and and it's and obviously it's going to translate to wanting sex too, right? And what about for for women? When you say if you don't use it, you lose it. What about for women who haven't really gone through their life masturbating? Do, have they already lost it? Do they have to worry? How do you get it back? Just have to masturbate. You have to start start connecting with yourself. Just like for men, it's no different. I mean, you you have this body. It's it's 
it's it's like it's like Karen was saying about the car. If you don't maintain the body, your connection to the body, the body and your mind become very disconnected. And that's the conscious living part. Mm. Is that you have to stay conscious about where your pleasure is, where your happiness is, where your frustrations are. You have to be conscious about how you're experiencing your life. And I can tell you from working with people as a nurse for 35 years or whatever it's got, however long it's been, um, that the most depressed, sick people have disconnected from their sexuality. 